ask any farmer you know what their aims are in life and handing over the farm in better shape than they found it will most likely be part of the response. Looking after a natural resource is a huge part of why farmers farm. But how does the industry show it looks after not only the land, but the animals and the people involved in creating a product to be sold across the world? Well, in this episode, we tackle exactly that because it's being done right now. Welcome to The Yarn. It's a podcast for the Australian wool industry. I'm Marius Cumming. So this week I travelled to the Growing SA conference near Adelaide, where that somewhat generic and vague term sustainability was mentioned a lot. It's a term that means so many different things to so many people, but we're going to break it down into meaningful terms in a minute. But first, let's hear from Livestock SA president and proud wool grower Joe Keynes, who says parts of South Australia are having their best season they've ever had. We've got a really great season. I was up in Maree last week. This is the best I've ever seen. Uh, but there's, you know, and the rest of the state's done very well this year. Though. We've, we've got good rainfall, good commodity prices. You know, it's all going really well. So, at home, and, uh, you know, it's it's really, wool, produ- wool prices are, you know, they're, they're at an, an a, a really adequate level for us. I think we can make a, a good business out of growing wool, and we'll continue focusing on that. In terms of the issues that you see for the wool industry, I mean, things that you're working on, I mean, there's, uh, there's so, it's such a busy, busy time. I, I mean, there's, there's so much in the ag tech space that we actually need to, to understand how we actually implement things on our own farms uh, across the state. Um, we've got EID, the uh, better traceability, so that's a discussion that we're having at the moment from Livestock SA of how we might implement that if that's what needs to happen and who's going to fund and all of those sorts of issues. So better traceability will actually underpin our, um, our markets longer term, so we need to continue that debate and, and see where we end up with that. And in terms of your relationship with uh, Australian Wool Innovation and the investment across research, development and marketing, how do you see that? Oh, I guess as a state-based organisation, it's it's not one of our key focus, focus at the moment, but we actually need to understand, can we do? We understand that AWI is a key uh, funder of R&D that, that supports the wool industry and, and we'll continue to, to work with AWI uh, and I think we could collaborate a lot more. Uh, Livestock SA is a younger organisation, we've been around for 10 years, um, as I said before up there, we're at a crossroads of how we actually do better advocacy and as part of that working with our RDC corps uh, a lot closer and AWI is obviously one of those key, key ones that would support our industry, does support our industry and we need to continue building that relationship. Advocacy has been such a big word at this conference. I mean, across across uh, not just uh, defending your social licence to do what you do, but across environment and obviously carbon's uh, big at the moment. I mean, what does advocacy mean for you? Oh, I think we've just... It, it's an interesting question, and it's a, probably as long as... How long as a piece of string? But it, it really is about ensuring that we've got all our producers and meeting their demands. Uh, it's, it's really easy to sit back and say oh we're doing all this great stuff for producers but unless we have producer feedback producer input we actually don't know whether we're actually doing good advocacy but it's building relationships with government with industry with with AWI with everybody so we can actually say these are the issues that matter to our farmers uh, our producers and their members 
let's let's get on and, and tackle them together. So, in general, do you think um, the South Australian public sort of trust South Australian wool growers and um, and, and livestock producers? I think South Australia is a, a, a really great state to be a part of. We're a small state, um, whilst you know the, there's a city-country divide that's that's grown wider over time. But I do think we've got recognition in, in the in the certainly in the government that we're a key economic driver of the state. But I think our, our uh, uh, general public actually do think we're doing a pretty good job at, at managing our land, managing our animals. And you mentioned in your speech um, quite specifically welfare. And I mean, given farmers, we're, we're the ones that actually are looking after the welfare of the animals. Is that something that you think we could possibly do a little bit better in terms of advocating the fact that we are protecting our animals from we, all these things. We can always do more. Uh, I'm, in, I'm from the older generation, so all of the um, social media channels that are available to us now, fa- some farmers are using it really well and really smart, but a lot of us are not, and probably we need to lift that bar and, and ensure that all the general public understand what we're doing. You know, we've got these biosecurity threats. They're aware that Adelaide Airport is a possible incursion of, of, of these, these disease, emergency animals diseases. They're aware of that now, so we actually need to build on that profile to ensure that they all understand that they're actually part of the solution as we are. Joe, congratulations on a wonderful conference. Um, all the best for the rest of the year and yeah. great having a yarn with you. No, good. Thanks, Marius. Wool grower and president of Livestock SA, Joe Keynes. So how does the wool industry prove that it is sustainable? Well, the sheep sustainability framework does exactly that by defining and prioritising industry issues and measuring industry performance against relevant indicators. Its first report is out now. You'll find it online. But the sheep manager for the sheep sustainability framework, Sarah Highland, agrees that all farmers have that very straightforward view of sustainability as being handing on their property in a better state. That's exactly right. So it's all nice to say, oh yes, I'm sustainable. And as the uh, head of uh, IBM said many years ago in the US, in God we trust, everyone else bring data. So the idea of the framework is to prove to the world that the Australian sheep, meat and wool industry have identified all the things that are really important to its industry, all the things that it needs to get right or improve, and then we measure it, we track it over time. And the things that we're doing great in, that's fantastic, it showcases our strengths, but it also identifies, oh, maybe we're not doing as well in this area as we might. So we can work to improve it and then over time prove that we're getting better. So are you doing this for industry or for downstream? Both. So ultimately it's our sheep meat and wool sectors that benefit from the framework. But it is our customers, our investors, the media, who all want to understand more about how we make our fantastic chops and frocks. You beat me to it, damn it. <laughs> you beat me to the chops and frocks. So, all right, you're talking around indicators. What are the indicators that are, that are being measured? So, we have 58 indicators. So, this podcast isn't long enough for me to go through all of them. But they're divided between four main themes. Caring for our sheep. So the indicators in there are things like, what's the percentage of producers in Australia who use pain relief for painful procedures? What is the percentage of producers who are using uh, vaccines with their flock, for example? 
Then we have another class of indicators around the environment. So, who is uh, you know making sure that they are doing carbon accounting or looking at sequestering uh, carbon into their soil? Or we might be looking at a whole of Australia. Uh, how's our net greenhouse gas emissions going across our whole sheep sector? Then we'd be looking at people in the community, and that's things like: Are people being paid properly? What are the health and safety conditions like? How are we performing in mental health as well as physical health? Because you know, without people, there, there is no industry. And then the last area we have indicators for, or rather the fourth, certainly not the last, is a resilient industry in terms of finance and profit. So we want to make sure that we're profitable, that we're adapting, and that we're still making margin enough to reinvest into our industry to make it even more sustainable. So all those indicators, uh, the data for that is all collected nationally, but how do wool growers uh, measure themselves relative to those uh, indicators? So there might be some parts of the framework. I, I suggest you go online, download the framework on the sheepsustainabilityframework.com website and have a read through and think about the areas where you'd like to focus on. And then once you, focus, once you decide that, think how does this fit in with my operation? You know, is this something that fits in with what we want to do short, medium, longer term? Do I, you know, do I feel comfortable doing it? And then access resources from AWI, Meat and Livestock Australia, or go along to your state farming organisation and say, hey, I want to understand more about carbon accounting, or I want to understand more about the right pain management practices to use. So it doesn't have to be everything. Uh, something is better than nothing. So that's how you can get involved in the framework. Now, at AWI and indeed at MLA, we're often accused of not collaborating, not oh, so in this case. No, 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 au contraire. So, uh, Bridget Peachy over at uh, AWI, she and I work extremely closely together and have done for the last two years on building the framework. So, whilst I'm the Secretariat, she is in my ear at all times, making sure that we are addressing the needs of wool growers and Merino as much as we are the chops end of town. So MLA, AWI, but also wool producers and sheep producers. That's are all right, that's right. So the two peak industry councils, Wool Producers Australia and Sheep Producers Australia, they comprise the board. They own the framework. It's an industry-owned framework. Uh, MLA and AWI, we, we provide a lot of the support. So it's an industry-owned framework. They, they have the last call on, on what we do. Right, so wool growers and sheep producers in general, we often feel as though we're under pressure here, whether it be carbon or mulesing or castration mm. or pain relief. But it's interesting that during your presentation, you put up on the uh, screen the, the brands that are also involved here. So farmers are not on their own in this fight. Oh, absolutely not. Absolutely not. So it's uh, when the... Uh, product leaves the farm gate, it's, its life in many ways is just beginning. So, you know, the brands, uh, the retailers really take on ownership of those particular products and they have great interest in making sure that the stories are told, that we can promote and present all the good things about the Australian sheep, meat and wool industry. And it, it, we focus very much on getting down the value chain in terms of stakeholder engagement to show them what we're doing. So really you are there to, to enhance the trust in the products that farmers produce. Absolutely. Um, so that 
lovely term, social licence. You, yeah. You're there to defend it and build on it. Yes. Um, through all these measurements, how is that trust measured for you? For me? Yeah, well, in, well not you personally, because oh. obviously everyone trusts of you, co- well, of but course. the Sheep Sustainability Framework, how do you measure the trust that you are building? Great question. So one of our people measures around people, customers and community are results from the global trackers that Meat and Livestock Australia and AWI do about consumers and how strongly they believe that Australian merino, Australian wool and Australian lamb is produced in a sustainable fashion. So we get numbers from global and domestic studies and we track that over the time to see how we're going. Now, just one personal question, if you don't mind me asking. All right. So you've you've come from as as an industrial chemist or yes. an, a, an applied chemist through the food industry, and you've yes. come to the sheep industry. Mm-hmm. Um, how are you finding it? Love it. I love. Well, you know, as I said before, chops and frocks, two of my favourite things. But what I really enjoy is working for Australia. So. Sounds a bit cheesy, but all of the companies I've ever worked for, bar one, have been Australian-owned companies. And it is a very important part of my career that uh, I work and contribute to Australia. So that is probably the thing that I love most about working for the Australian sheep industry. Well, you gave a wonderful uh, presentation here at Growing USA. Thank you. Great to meet you. Thanks for having on with us. No worries. Thanks, Marius. Sarah Highland of the Sheep Sustainability Framework. So, Sheep Producers Australia and Wool Producers Australia lead the framework with Australian Wool Innovation and Meat and Livestock Australia, providing funding, strategic advice and secretariat support. So, Sheep Producers Australia and Wool Producers Australia have appointed a sustainability steering group to lead that process. Okay, so on a separate note, some important information to mention to wool growers. AWI is no longer sending out hard copy meeting documents, including the AWI annual report, unless you specifically request a copy to be mailed. So sending out physical documents to many thousands of shareholders is being replaced by a much more efficient method, and that is electronic. So if you still prefer to receive them in a physical sense, you still can, but you'll have to register. Otherwise, they will be sent to your email. Further information is on wool.com about this significant change, but you can, of course, keep up to date with everything we do via Twitter and Facebook as well. So on that note, it's been another big episode of The Yarn from me, Marius Cumming. Thanks for your company.